0: Welcome to In My Mug episode 395 on the 6th of June 2016. I'm your host Stephen Layton, um, and I'm just tagging this onto the end of last week's In My Mug because it's already been recorded. It was recorded a few weeks ago. Um, we did a very special uh, kind of blend for uh, the Stafford Cycling Festival that's going to be happening in Stafford this month. Um, and we were very lucky to have Liam across from Team Wiggins, um, obviously one of the big cycling teams. Uh, great rider himself, won many awards. Uh, fan of what we do here, he's been a customer for a long time too, which is kind of cute. Um, and they, their coffee has been known to be in their team bus at different times. Um, and Liam, uh, very passionate about his espresso. Uh, as lots of cyclists are and he helped us put together a blend both with him and Paul who is the cycling festival organizer and um, yeah let's go see about it hello Steve hello what are we going to be doing today um, so basically what we're going to do is going to cup some coffees uh, we're going to cupping is a uh, process kind of similar to wine tasting where you're not really drinking you're assessing um, and we're going to look what we want the blend to have so we've got five different coffees here which are um, have different properties, and we'll bring different things to the blend. And then it's for us to decide what we want more of, what we want. Well, for us to, decide, I think Liam has to decide. But um, we get to decide what we want more of, what we want less of, um, and then perhaps use two, three, at a push four. We definitely won't use all of them. Um, so we'll be looking for what we want to have. I've gone for different coffees. I've got one from Colombia there, which is Meridiano. Um, which is from a co-op in uh, Talima, which is in uh, north of uh, Bogota in Colombia, which is the capital city. Um, is this, this is one that's been in In My Mug? It was in In My Mug uh, episode 390. Um, it is a uh, big, smallish co-op actually in normal numbers, about 58 members, this is put together by 28 members. Um, one of them very kindly sends a picture with his cat, uh, which is the product descriptive photo for this one. Um, it's the third year of having it. Um, we also did this one as a decaf as well, uh, but this is the normal caffeinated washed coffee from Talima. we then got one here from Rwanda and uh, this is also washed coffee, another one from a co-op. Um, Rwanda, very small country, lots of altitude, lots of specialty growers, um, they don't produce rubbish coffee, it tends to be all specialty. Um, this is particularly one of my favourites of uh, late last year. Uh, Bolivia, Uh, this is from near the town of Carinavi. It's called uh, Bolivia Loaiza. Um, Difference with this one, it's a Peabre. Peabre is basically around a bean. Um, When a bean forms inside a seed, you have two seeds. Every now and again, only one forms, and that's where Peabre's come from. Uh, This is uh, from a guy called Felix, who has uh, 10 10 hectares of land, um, uh, real subsistence grower, and uh, somebody we've worked with for five years now. Um, we've got another one from, Columbia, uh, from uh called Santuario. This is unusual because this is an estate coffee um, and it is um, a Keturah varietal uh, grown by a guy called Camilo Merizal. Um, this is uh, a really special coffee. Um, this is something that if we do put it in the blend, um, we'll give it a real bit of class, but also like lots of sweetness. It's a super, super sweet coffee. Um, and that's uh, recently arrived a few weeks ago. And then we've got a Brazilian. No blend is complete without Brazilian. This is a, a natural. Had, tasted, me mean, you've tasted naturals before, perhaps people have them there, but naturals tend to be a lot more funky, a lot more bigger, bolder, brighter. Um, this one is a very clean natural, so it actually won't give you too funky a flavor, but might bring something to the brand as well.
1: Okay. So before we uh, bring in our specialist, to help us do the cupping. You talked about different qualities, so what would be those categories of different qualities that these beans would bring to the blend? Yeah, so
0: I mean, something like the Colombian and the Colombian here and the Brazil will give us body. Um, particularly these two Colombians will give us a lot of sweetness. Um, this Peabree will give us a lot more acidity and brightness, and then particularly the Rwanda, might kind of make it almost zippy and light and zingy. Um, but they're all different kind of levels of that. So, you know, if you think about eating a lemon and then eating an orange, you have acidity, but some of it's much sharper than the others. Um, so what we're gonna do, we'll dive in and we'll see which ones Liam prefers, um, and then we'll build the blend. Brilliant, well we chatted about him, so we should we bring him in? We should really.
1: Liam, come on in. So, um, this is Liam Holohan, um, writer for Team Wiggins. You might have seen him uh, as we record this. Uh, it's just after the Tour de Yorkshire, um, and Liam, made a fine showing um, on behalf of the team over that weekend um, and he's here to join us today um, to help us choose some coffee so I guess maybe to start with Liam what do you look for in, in a coffee?
2: Um, I think it depends how you're going to drink it so at home I often drink uh, espresso with milk uh, but like when I'm on the road uh, it's aeropress but for travelling that uh, so I think from, from a filter I prefer like uh, Steve was talking about like, the sweeter stuff uh, whereas with Uh, The milk, I prefer more acidic coffee, I just find the milk works a little bit better. Uh, But, like I said, that's my personal preference. From everything Steve was saying, they all sound sound pretty good, so we've got a bit of a job on our hands.
0: That should be easy enough. I mean, uh, the thing with cupping is, like, you will notice differences. You drink a glass of wine, you go, oh, that's a lovely glass of wine. Well, I do, and then I drink another, and another, and another. But, um, if you do a tasting, and you actually go, and try something else and try them side by side. You really have that reference point to find something different. And I think each one will appeal in a different way. So yeah. hopefully we'll build an interesting world.
1: Great stuff. Should we crack on? We should. OK, Steve, so what do we do first?
0: Right, so uh, I've grown the coffee already. Just been ground, just before we came on camera. we am going to add water. We're going to let it sit for four minutes. After that four minutes, we're going to get a spoon. We're going to break the crust on top that forms, stirring it only three times. Once it's stirred, I'll come along and clean them off. Um, when you break it, you should smell. The smell gives you a great kind of precursor for what's coming, uh, gives you a really good idea of what you're going to be tasting. And then once they're cleaned off and it's cool enough to do, we'll get a spoon and we'll make ridiculous noises in front of the camera, slurping away. Um, and then we're just kind of look at them and see which ones we like and which ones we prefer and which ones we think will bring what we want for the recycling blend. Great stuff.
1: Let's do it. So we're back, uh, four minutes have elapsed. Um, Didn't the folk you assure you were back then? I'm, I think I'm back. You're back, I, Good. Think, I think four <laughs> minutes of It's time to break the crust. Liam, do you want to do the honors?
2: I will.
0: So Three happen. times. Three times, and then have a smell. Meridiana I think is a bit, it's a bit safe, it's a bit boring, it's kind of sweet, chocolate, it's got a little bit of acidity too but it's not much, it's like it's a real safe easy coffee, you know it's not spectacular, it's not you know it's, it's a good solid specialty coffee. The Rwandan, um, not getting the acidity I was expecting from it, I actually found more acidity in the next one in the Bolivia than I did in this one, um, I think what he, will, what he would do to a blend, it would bring you a little bit of interest in there. It'd be a little bit of zing. You wouldn't want to use too much or something like that, or something like that. You'd want to use a, a smaller amount. This one, I got lots more zip from. Um, this I'm getting some cherry. And, um, I kind of love the made feel of it as well. It's a very creamy made feel. I think it's an espresso. That's really going to come through well in an espresso. The Santuario. It's not that this is a Colombian profile. I think they do taste very similar, but this has more pizzazz. It has more zing to it. It's got something really interesting going on. The yellow fruit. I'm mean, getting like a little bit of like um, almost like banana mouth feel. Um, a little bit of apricot. It's very clean. Uh, very kind of like lingering on a long time. And then this is exactly what I expect a Brazil. Good Brazil natural today dark chocolate, base note, it's got a real kind of chewiness to it. I, I thought that had,
1: and again this is where I was mate um, for me that, that was um, a bit of Ferrero Rocher, hazelnut to it. it was, Definitely.
0: That, that, was,
1: that was the thing that immediately came through with
0: that oh, one. Yeah. And that's the thing you find with a lot of the Brazilians, is their typical profile is milk chocolate or dark chocolate and nutty. You know? and, and again, what I said earlier about them being safe and easy to blend with, that's, that's a safe and easy one to blend with
1: if we were looking at these because obviously people are going to be enjoying this at cycling festival itself the guys from bold street are going to be making this for us on site they may be asking for an espresso or for, for a milk based drink which one of these like how might you go about constructing a blend that's no?
0: it's up to liam i'm not allowed to do anything <laughs> uh, i'm just giving him the toolbox in front of him to choose what it is but i think you know what you want is you want a blend is exactly that it's a blend of things to make it bigger than its of parts so you know, you're going to be looking for some acidity, you're going to be looking for some sweetness, and you're going to be looking for some body. My order of importance for me personally is nobody, nobody hates sweet things. So nobody's ever upset that oh, my coffee's too sweet, can you take it back please? But acidity, some people interpret as bitter, uh, and not everybody likes too much of that. So it's about finding the blend and, and the, the mix of, interesting for people like me and you, who like to drink acidic coffees and like to have that, you know, that complexity, um, but then finding something for, you know, somebody's just cycled around the course and just wants an espresso that's giving them a little bit of a zip and a bit of a up. you know, something like the Nat- Brazil Natural there or the Colombian or the other Colombian can give them exactly what they want too, so it's about finding the balance. So, let's
1: give you a couple minutes to mull that over, hey? Yeah, I,
2: I really like the Brazilian, yeah. uh, and like I say, I drink a lot of espresso, I think most people at the cycling festival will. Have a milk-based espresso drink. Yeah, and I think it's going to cut through the milk yeah. as well, isn't
0: That dark chocolate is going to really come through. Because what you don't want is just have a cup of milk. Yeah. And the guys mm-hmm. at Bold Street are going to be doing like six eight ounce drinks. It's going to really power through, mm. which will be good.
2: But I, I think we definitely have to include the Brazil. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I think the other one that jumped out from was the was Bolivia. Yeah. Um, like you said, the, com- the complexity of that with that I think would work very well. And then it's if we go for a third option or.
0: I think we should go for a third. I think we've got enough. I think, because otherwise we just end up with something that's, you know, basey and and there is acidity in there, but I think a little bit more sweetness to it might kind of go. Just to balance it out a little bit and and glue them both together. Because they're both very different coffees, and if we sit just those two side by side, there's nothing like a a pathway between them. I kind of call it the glue. So when you're in a blend, you have to have the glue that kind of holds the two other components together. And I think something like that one or that one could be a really good glue to bring it together. Yeah. This because it's just sweet and chocolatey and smooth and then that. This, it can almost like add to the complexity. So it depends whether you want it to be a little bit more acidity. Because we haven't really gone for like Kenyans here or Ethiopians here, which are high acidity. You know, we've gone for Bolivians and Rwandas, which, you know, it's kind of like, I didn't want it to be super sour. For those people, you know, who may not be used to having specialty coffee all the time. I want them to enjoy it as well as us enjoying it. Um so I think you probably could get away with a little bit more acidity, or you could just make it a little bit sweeter and rounder, which I everybody's gonna enjoy. So I'll just go back to these three
2: again then.
0: Yeah. See what you think Paul will follow you around there. <laughs> The other thing is, is they cool, they change as well, and not everybody drinks their cappuccinos red hot. You know, people like them to cool down. Um, and espressos as well. It's funny, the Rwandan really stands out as something very different as well. Mm, it's it. as well yeah, it's, it's, it's completely different to the other four. Choices, huh? Yeah, I, I'm,
1: I'm thinking Rwandan. Yeah?
2: Okay. What do you
1: reckon, Paul? Yeah, like, like, second time around. Sorry, apologies. Throwing right. drips around the place. Um, second time around, I really like the
0: Rwandan. Um, so this is where I'm going to take over with percentages a little bit. I'm going to suggest some percentages <laughs> just because I know what they'll, hey the different ones all work in the blend. If we're going to go the Rwandan, I think we should go no more than 20% in the blend. I think any more than that, it will dominate the other flavours and we will really get a little bit confused. And then I'm thinking if we're going for these two, the, the Bolivian and the Brazil, I think we should go 40 40. I think they've both got things going on in there. That'll be the glue that kind of comes together with them. And let's see how that works out and then pull some shots. If it doesn't work, too acidic, or too much sweetness, not enough interest, then we'll change those percentages. Cool. So what we're getting there is you definitely taste the Brazil Paseo, oh, that natural, that dark chocolate, and I think that's the, the big front end part, but then the acidity kicks in after And you reap that Rwanda, considering how little we've used. It's kind of, very little's gone a long way in the blend. It's kind of brought out that citrus notes in there. the Bolivian. It's kind of somewhere in the middle, where it's got that milk chocolate sweetness, but it's got that cherry sweetness that will really work well with the, the two. So I thought the Rwanda was going to be the glue. But actually it looks like the Bolivian is the one that's bringing them both together and it's kind of the middle ground coffee. I think it's, it's a very challenging blend. It's got lots, lots of brightness. I think in milk it's going to really shine through well. So there we go. That was the Cycling Festival blend. Um, a little bit of a change for In My Mug. I hope you like the different uh, coffee. Um, we don't normally do blends on In My Mug, but we thought this one was worth doing. And it's super, super interesting. Okay, thank you very much for joining me as always. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad cycling and bad coffee.